Remember Harry Potter, remember Hogwarts, remember all those houses into which we all are sorted. Harry and Draco, Hermione and Ron, Dumbledore and Snape, Hagrid and McGonagall, we're gonna remember. Hey there, and welcome to Remember Harry Potter, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Harry Potter series. On Remember Harry Potter, we talk about all things openly, especially the relationships and everything that goes along with them. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can. So if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we We are are not spoiler free. Dumbledore had convinced Harry not to go looking for the mirror of Erised again. And for the rest of the Christmas holidays, the invisibility cloak stayed folded at the bottom of his trunk. Harry wished he could forget what he'd seen in the mirror as easily, but he couldn't. He started having nightmares. Over and over again, he dreamed about his parents disappearing in a flash of green light while a high voice cackled with laughter. You see, Dumbledore was right. That mirror could drive you mad, said Ron when Harry told him about these dreams. Hermione, who came back the day before term started, took a different view of things. She was torn between horror at the idea of Harry being out of bed, roaming the school three nights in a row, if Filch had caught you, and disappointment that he hadn't at least found out who Nicholas Flamel was. They had almost given up hope of ever finding Flamel in a library book, even though Harry was still sure he'd read the name somewhere. Once term had started, they were back to skimming through books for ten minutes during their breaks. Harry had even less time than the other two, because Quidditch practice had started again. Hello, hello everybody! Hi everyone! Uh, My name is Marin. My name is Emily. And you're listening to Remember Remember Harry Potter. Potter! And guess what? Today we are back in the book! Mm-hmm. On today's episode, we are covering chapter 13, Nicholas Flamel. What happened last chapter? It was so long since, we, since we've since we talked about this book. It was. It was Christmas last we knew, and Harry was taking uh, evening strolls <laughs> That's about right. the castle. He found the mirror. He sat and looked at it for a long time, and then he brought Ron to look at it. And then he went back one more time, and then Dumbledore was there, and he was like, all right, Harry, no more mirror for you. That's right. I remember crying through that entire recording. Uh-huh. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it is who I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we are in chapter 13, and here is where Harry's nightmares begin. 
Like, he's no longer looking for the mirror, but, like, too late. The damage has been done. Mm-hmm. And these aren't just nightmares. These are literal PTSD, like, memories, guys. Yeah. Woo. Not, and they never end. No. Ever. Like, this is the beginning of them. And it was, like, triggered from seeing his parents in the mirror and having all the family family and the love behind him. And now he's just, that's it. Mm-hmm. These These are a fixture in Harry Potter's brain every single freaking night. It's not fun. He he tells Ron about them. And Ron is like, well, I'm going to victim blame you. You shouldn't have looked in the mirror so much. Oh, Ron. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And so then he doesn't tell Hermione. <laughs> yeah. But also good because she's mad at him for sneaking around the castle and also not learning anything about Flamel. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, you idiot. I gave you one job. <laughs> Only one. One job. One and one job alone. <laughs> yeah. Harry's nightmares are simply a flash of green light Ugh. and a cackling. So awful. So that's a great evening a good night's rest a lot of the time though you'll see that he has these nightmares and then he doesn't remember them the next day which is kind of nice Mm -hmm. also just you know compartmentalizing and fine it's fine it helps you get through the day and speaking (laughs) of that (laughs) this is the way that harry decides to deal with his problems is that he's just like he does the very classic very normal thing of being so busy that he can't think about yeah. anything uh-huh. and, he, and like at night he has to just go to sleep and not have nightmares because he's so tired mm-hmm. I, it's so so sad yeah yeah really <laughs> he's like well i guess i'll simply pour every ounce of energy and attention into anything else that's Quidditch. me that's me for the entire past year of my life where i'm <laughs> like all right i'm gonna be uh, Okay, I'll listen to a podcast. I will have the TV on. I'll have a CD playing. I'll have like five different types of media so that I don't possibly think about anything. Yeah, who wants to have a thought, you know? Not me. Me either. Uh, but they so they don't have a lot of time Harry especially but they do still keep searching for Flamel every 10 minute chance that they get they are so dedicated to this so dedicated I would never I would have given up so early on this quest Hermione is just like nope you may not give up we Mm -hmm. have to figure out who this person is yeah uh, it's getting rainy at Hogwarts, and so the Quidditch practices have gone from freezing to wet. I Would you rather have a wet, muddy, rainy practice or a freezing cold practice? I think a freezing cold, because at mm-hmm. least you can, like, bundle yeah. up. But once you're wet, you're just kind of wet, you know? You're just miserable. And, of course, like, Oliver Wood is going crazy, and he's like, we better do our best. And Harry's like, yes, I agree. And Fred and George are just like, ah. <laughs> They mm-hmm. they handle stress by just being bigger assholes than they already were. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> that is like so good. Oh my gosh. They don't need anyone else to distract them. They just distra- distract each other. That's right. Mm-hmm. So like the twins are acting like total a holes, and uh, he's and he's like, what does he say that makes George fall off of his broom into the mud? Oh, he tells everybody that Snape is going to be refing the game. Yeah, so George just falls off and like lands in the mud and he's like, what? And everybody's like, what? Yeah, Snape's refereeing and everybody's like, when did he ever even do that? And why? Where's Hooch? 
I'm so mad of Snape at this. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason why he needs to take over her job. No, she only has that one job. That. He could just be at the match and still. What is, is this a, this is a Quirrell thing? Because he yeah. knows that Quirrell is. Because Quirrell did the jerk. thing with the thing the right. last time. And, and so he like, knew it. So he's like, I have to stop this asshole from being, I, I have to be the biggest jerk. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so instead he's like, I'll ref the game instead of just be there. <sighs> He's the worst. It's annoying. And then so after practice, Harry, he runs straight back to Hermione and Ron to tell them that Snape is planning on murdering him in the next Quidditch game. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he's like, you guys, Snape is really, he's refing the next game. And they're immediately like, don't play. Uh-huh. Uh, fake like you're sick. Say, tell everybody you broke your leg. No, actually break your leg. Uh-huh. Do whatever you have to do to not play. It's really cute, though, because guess what Ron and Hermione were doing while Harry was at practice? They're, they were playing chess together. They're so cute. <laughs> it's really cute. And thus their romance begins. <laughs> Just kidding. Over a chess game. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and so... Harry would literally rather die than let the Gryffindors down. Yeah, he's like, there's no other seeker. I have to play. I have to give it my life. He's like, it's too bad. Sorry, guys. I have to play. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't simply do anything else but make it the most dramatic it could possibly be. And right when he's telling everybody this, in hops Neville. Oh my gosh, poor little guy. He just literally falls into the common room. I yeah. <laughs> have we discussed the hole already? No, we haven't. We haven't really talked about how they have to literally. Well, I think we did because I was super mad about kids who might need like ac- accessibility yeah. help. Yeah. Because they literally have to climb into the hole. Crawl through the they hole. They have to birth themselves then, like, <laughs> into the common room. Like poop out. <laughs> like why? <laughs> so who knows how Neville hopped his way in through the hole. Then he had to like inchworm <laughs> And then he it. fell in to the common room. And everybody just busts up laughing except our girl Hermione. Mm-hmm. Who's like, out of the way everybody. Oh, she's so good. She helps him. Yeah, she knows the counter curse, of course. Who knew that the counter curse was just Angelify? <laughs> sometimes they're very simple. <laughs> Not very often, but sometimes. <laughs> so Neville has just spent who knows how long being tortured and bullied by Malfoy. Like, he was bullying him, telling him how stupid he is, being mean. He stuck his legs together. He's such a jerk. And the trio are so good to Neville. Like, they're just like, come here, come sit with us. We'll take care of you. Like, and Harry's like, here, you can have my last chocolate frog card from my Christmas presents that I got from Hermione. And uh, so (laughs) he's like, man, the very first card I got, like Neville opens it up and he's like, oh, it's a Dumbledore. Do you want it? And Harry's like, oh, my gosh, the very first card I got was a Dumbledore. Because it's a Dumbledore card, and on the Dumbledore card is the very one thing that's been, like, gnawing at the back of his mind for months. Mm -hmm. He's like, I swear I've seen the name Nicholas Flamel before. Well, guess what? There it is. Oh, there it is. uh, Nicholas Flamel right there on the Dumbledore card Uh for some reason. Of course, it all comes back to Dumbledore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 
So Hermione's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, holy crap. And she runs up to her room and she grabs her biggest bedtime story book mm-hmm. that she can. Mm-hmm. She like brings it back down <laughs> and she flips it open. And there he is right there. Like, I don't understand how she had this book sitting next to her bed like the whole year. It was her light reading book. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> While they're talking to Neville, though, um, they're like, Neville, you should tell someone that Malfoy did this. Oh, yeah. You should whatever. And Neville's like, no, I don't want to. And then they're like, you have to stand up for yourself, Neville. And Harry tells Neville, you're worth 12 of Malfoy. I like got so teary eyed when I read that earlier today. I was like, these guys are so good to him. And he really like... He's felt alone, but these three kids, who are obviously all best friends with each other, and so I think he kind of just tries to, like, stay back and do his own thing, but they love him. Mm -hmm. Like, they already, they take care of him, especially Hermione, and they really make sure that he's okay. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that's so sweet. Um, So she flips open her book, and uh, she goes to some page, and it's like, there he is right there, Nicholas Flamel, and it says... Uh, stuff about how he's like known for his alchemy and then it says he's the only known maker of the sorcerer's stone mm-hmm. and everybody's just like huh yeah the boys are like what the f are you talking about and she's like i hate it that you guys don't read it's her like least favorite thing in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> she has to be smarter than everyone and man do i feel that sometimes not saying that everybody around my family where I live in my house, except for Emily, I have to tell them everything. But, I mean, sometimes I just feels like that. <clears throat> yeah. So, aha, they said it. The name of the book, The Sorcerer's the Stone. The, book, the name of the book. It took us this long, <laughs> but we got it. <laughs> so Hermione takes her huge ass book and is like, please at least read this paragraph <laughs> so I don't have to explain everything to you (laughs) so they look over at it and it says the ancient study of alchemy is concerned with the making of the sorcerer's stone a legendary substance with astonishing powers the stone will transform any metal into pure gold it also produces the elixir of life which will make the drinker immortal there have been many reports of the sorcerer's stone over the centuries but the only stone currently in existence belongs to mr nicholas flamel the noted alchemist and opera lover, <laughs> Mr. Flamel, who celebrated his 665th birthday last year, enjoys a quiet life in Devon with his wife, Paranel, who is 658. How much do you love it that, like, he's almost 666 years old? I really, I mean, if I was going to live for, like, a long-ass time, you know, I think 666 is, like, a good ending. I love it so much. <laughs> it's great that is how i always remember his uh his age for trivia that's cool that's cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) and hermione's like see see this is it this is what's under fluffy it's the sorcerer's stone yeah so she's like and snape is trying to dumbledore's dumbledore had to hide it here because he's friends with nicholas flamel and snape's trying to find it like she's figured it out and then harry even with all of this, even with this new information, even with everything else, he's like, guys, I just have to play Quidditch so that Slytherin doesn't win. 
<laughs> he's like, Harry's I'm like, sorry. I know you don't want me to, but I have to. He's like, you mean to tell me there's this this rock that makes you immortal? Of course, Snape walks, wants it. And I'm going to be the one to stop him with my Quidditch game. <laughs> He's like, and so he's for like the next, I don't know, two weeks. He's like, he's, he's going to school. He's going to Quidditch practice. And the whole time he's like, every time you see Snape, he's like, (laughs) Snape knows that I know Uh Snape's going to kill me. Oh gosh. Snape. How does he know that I know? And then he's like, I feel like Snape can read minds. Mm -hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Oh no. Yeah, there is an interesting thing. He talks about this one class they're in defense against the dark arts and they're learning how to treat werewolf bites. Mm, Very cool. Interesting that they're learning how to do that in their first year as if it's like a common, it's like a, it's like CPR. Like when you're little, you just got to know how to treat a werewolf bite. I mean, listen, let's think back to Buffy. Oz literally turned into a werewolf because his freaking nephew or cousin or whatever bit him on the finger. So yeah. You gotta know. It's an important thing to know. Just in case. <laughs> that is first a first year skill. Think if Lupin, Jupin Rupin had been able to If only he'd had a first year around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now here we are. It's the game. It's the fated game. Oh, it's the uh, Gryffindor versus Hufflepuff game. Here we go. The only one that there is. Do they only play Quidditch four times and somehow they find a winner? No. <laughs> is this this is the Hufflepuff game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because I think they play. I, they play against Slytherin later. Mm-hmm. But yeah. do they only play like each team one time, right? Oh. And then they're just like, yeah. we'll figure it out. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> whoever has the most points. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> Harry, this is what they do when they drop him off at the locker room. Goodbye, Harry. <laughs> I loved you. You were my best friend I ever had. <laughs> and then they leave. <laughs> they do be leaving. Guess what they've done, though, to prep for this game? <laughs> they've been practicing the leg locker curse. <laughs> they were like, okay, Malfoy did that really cool bullying curse. How did he do that? <laughs> bullying curse indeed. <laughs> yeah, they're going to use it on, on, on Snape. <laughs> They're like, listen, if that asshole can do this, then we can do it. And we can do it better than him on a grown up. <laughs> We're going to double whammy Snape with the stiff legs. And then Hermione's like, all right, it's called, what is it called? Locomotor Mortis. All right, Ron, it's called Locomotor Mortis. And he's like, oh my God, don't nag me. <laughs> uh. And I do like, see how up, Hermione Ron. has some Miss Weasley energy, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. That was the first time where I was like, oh, this is why Ron and Hermione don't get along at first, because Hermione is so Mrs. Weasley, oh, and yeah. Ron's like, just let me live my independent life. Like, finally, I got to school, and my freaking mom is hanging out with me all the time. <laughs> but she's pretty cute and, like, cool, I guess, but, uh. <laughs> Poor Ron. Poor Ron. <laughs> Um, then Wood is like, Harry, listen to me. We need you to catch the snitch and we need you to catch it soon. (laughs) Immediately, as soon as you can. Uh Uh-huh. And they, they're all like looking out. Fred peeks out and he's like, every freaking buddy is here, even Dumbledore. 
<laughs> he's like what yeah everybody's super nervous but then they like are like oh my gosh Dumbledore's here and Harry's like oh thank god there's no way Snape's gonna kill me with Dumbledore here <laughs> I probably won't die this game I guess <laughs> if Dumbledore does anything he at least makes me live <laughs> that's the only thing he does <laughs> so then the game starts and George Weasley you guys George freaking Weasley. The very first thing he does in this game is he hits a bludger straight at Snape. <laughs> He's probably like, dude, Fred, check this out. Whack right at Snape's head. <laughs> well, and Oliver has been spending the past two weeks being like, we have to play a clean game. Snape is going to foul us for anything immediately George is just like eh. I love it so <laughs> or I much. could throw a bludger at oh, him this is the kind of energy I'm here for <laughs> meanwhile in the stands Ugh, gross uh, there Harry nope there Ron Hermione and Neville are are you know gonna watch their friend die before <laughs> their eyes and as if that wasn't traumatic enough Behind them on the row comes Malfoy, Crabbe, and Goyle. Imagine being so insecure and so bored with yourself and your life that your whole goal in life is to pick on other people. Uh-huh. To be like, oh, hey, guys, look, it's the nerds. Let's go sit behind him and torture him. Yeah. He's so awful. They sit down and Malfoy literally just goes, poke, poke in Ron's head. <laughs> and he goes, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. <laughs> And then he starts just being like, so anybody five five galleons on Potter falling off his broom again? Oh my gosh. Ron just ignores him. And then Neville, Neville stands up for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Malfoy's like, okay, I have a theory about how they pick the people for the Gryffindor Quidditch team. <laughs> They're just choosing people that they feel sorry for. So like you have the Weasleys, they have no money, Harry has no parents. Uh, Neville, you should probably be on the team because you have no brains. And oh. Neville, he blushes. He feels very embarrassed, but he looks, he like literally turns around and looks Malfoy dead in the eye and says, I'm worth 12 of you, Malfoy. Oh, you guys go ahead and take a few minutes to cry right now because uh-huh. that's so amazing and brave of him. Uh-huh. Everybody starts laughing, but Ron is... Ron is, you know, watching Harry still, but he's like, you tell him, Neville. (laughs) (laughs) Malfoy's just rude again. Ron is freaking out, just staring at Harry. And he's like, Malfoy, shut up. If you say one more word. And then Hermione's like, look at Harry. Yeah, because Harry saw something. And Mm -hmm. Harry is all of a sudden, like, speeding straight towards Snape. (laughs) 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 And so I'm sure Hermione is like, why is he flying straight towards the dude that's going to kill him? Is like, is this, this is another spell. But then Malfoy just like starts messing and Ron is like, oh, hell no. And he turns around and starts punching Malfoy. Just fight. Just fight in the stands. It's my favorite thing. I don't know. I've like... I've skimmed over this stand fight so many times that today I was like, no, he's literally fighting Malfoy. He's like, I'm not putting up with you anymore. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. I love it. So pretend you're Neville. You're like sitting there. You like just did this thing. You're like adrenaline's rushing. Mm -hmm. You see Harry like plummeting towards the ground but then all of a sudden Ron's like in the stand behind (laughs) you just punching people and he takes a second and he looks at what's happening 
And he jumps right over yeah. and starts punching too. Neville's like, me too, me too, me too. And so he starts punching on Malfoy. And then <laughs> Crab and Goyle start punching on him and Ron. It's like f- these five boys in the stands just fighting while all this stuff is happening on the field. <laughs> it's so good. So good. Yes. So Harry uh, flies right past Snape Phew. because he saw the snitch and he caught it. Boom. Did it. Done. Easy. Done. Check mark. Goodbye. Everybody's like, woohoo. They won the game. Mm-hmm. All the Gryffindors like rush the field, including Dumbledore, who goes straight up to Harry. <laughs> what a weirdo. And he's like, good job for not trying to find that mirror lately. <laughs> 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 Harry's like, uh, thanks. That literally is what he is like. So stupid. <laughs> really dumb. Okay, and then there's like a split in the in the chapter to like you know time has passed, and it says that Harry left the locker room sometime later. Oh, it's like alone. As far as I can tell, it's at 7 least PM. two hours later, at least. What was he doing It's in there? much later. Well, I mean, he says a few things. You know, he's like, they they lifted me up and they carried me around and everybody was happy and there was a big deal and everybody, like, stayed at the pitch for a while. But, yeah, he just went back to the locker room and just, like, laid on a bench. <laughs> I literally probably just got in that shower and just stood there until the water went cold. <laughs> just stood there because guess what? It literally was the very best day of his entire life. He's so happy. Like, he's like, this is now I can be like, I'm not just famous for being Harry Potter. I'm actually super good at this thing. Mm-hmm. This one thing that's, like, really cool to be good at, and I'm better at it than anybody. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is amazing for him to find something. I mean, it's fine that he's a jock because at least that gives him that like joy mm-hmm. of being like, I'm actually good at something and I'm not just a famous, famous person for being famous. I love it. it he just feels so, so amazing. So he does leave. <laughs> he's like, I got to go later. take my broom back to the broom <laughs> room. He does. And he and then he like looks out and he's like, wow, the sunset's really beautiful. <laughs> Harry's just really in the zone right now. So he kind of like leans against some building or something. And he's like, this has been the best day of my life. <laughs> and then out of the corner of his eye, he's like, who the fuck is that? What is going? Somebody's coming out of everybody's in the castle mm-hmm. and he's bringing his broom back and somebody's coming out of the castle. And he's like, that is perfect. Professor Snape mm-hmm. and going right towards the forest. Yeah. And then does Harry, okay, guess. Does Harry decide to go back to the castle and talk to his friends about this and and do the smart thing and, and ask Dumbledore what's happening? Or does he get on his broom and follow Snape into the forest? Oh, yeah. Number yeah. two. <laughs> Number two. This is Harry Potter we're reading, not... <laughs> Not and Twilight. Not anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he gets on that bram and he follows Snape into the forest. Snape, who is like shadily running to the forest <laughs> by himself. He plops himself into the top of a tree. 
<laughs> where Snape is. And Snape yeah. is down there on the ground and Quirrell's just standing there waiting for him. I know you guys all thought it would be Felch. <laughs> I did. I did. It should be Felch. <laughs> is, is he cheating? I think he's two-timing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a two-time. <laughs> so he goes down there and he starts bullying Quirrell in the forest to see if Quirrell had figured out how to get past the dog yet mm-hmm. to get to the Sorcerer's Stone. Like He straight up says it. He's like, we wouldn't want the kids finding out about, about the Sorcerer's Stone, would we? That's why we had to meet in the creepy, creepy forest. Quirrell. Mm-hmm. Well, he says <laughs> students aren't supposed to know about the Sorcerer's Stone after all, which means that Snape is in fact reading Harry's mind because when Snape talked to him earlier this chapter Harry thought about it Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, and this is something that we don't learn that Snape can read minds until Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That's book five. Yeah. So I mean, like here, it's like that little seed is planted where he literally is reading Harry's mind. He's mm-hmm. using his occlumency to do it without Harry even knowing about it. I hate about it, it so much. It makes me sick to my stomach because mm-hmm. it's not like he's like can't help it and he just accidentally listens to people's minds like he has to do something he has to make a decision this is on purpose spying Mm -hmm. on the kids it's such an invasion of privacy i absolutely hate it it's horrid and he's a gross person so it's like you know he just does it to learn things about the kids and try to catch them in lies so 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 bad and then he threatens quirrell uh and then leaves him in the forest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> poor little coral he threw his cloak over his head and strode out of the clearing <laughs> and coral's like but wait i thought we were gonna knees <laughs> <laughs> all right so harry like puts his broom away and goes back to the school and he decides to not go to the greatest party of his life in his honor, even. So that he can drag his friends away from it and find an empty room somewhere and tell them what he, that he just saw Snape and <laughs> Coral hanging out in the forest together. Uh-huh. Do you think he goes to that party later after he talks to them? I don't know. Does it say if I he does? I don't know. I didn't read on, but I was I'm like say he does. so mad at him for being like... like like, he walks in, and Fred and George, like, stole a bunch of cakes from the kitchen, and they're having a huge party in the common room. Everybody's so, so excited. It's like Ron is jumping up and down. He's like, my best friend's awesome, and my nose is broken because I got and in I, a fight. But I gave Malfoy a black eye, and <laughs> Neville tried to take on Crabbe and Goyle single-handedly. So everybody's, like, super excited, and Harry's like, I don't have time for that. Shush, shush, shush. Come with me. And he, like, takes his buds from the party. I'd be so mad. I'd be like, please don't make me leave this party. I'm a Gemini. Oh, see, I'm like, yes, you have found there's tea. <laughs> Tell me everything. We're, I'm leaving no, right now. But no, I'm here for the tea, but let's just go in the corner and make everybody else feel like they're missing out on something. Mm-hmm. That's how I deal with it. So then, yeah, he's like, you guys, I just saw Snape with another guy in the middle of the night curious isn't it but he's like okay so the sorcerer's stone is real confirmed uh snape's trying to help or to get quirrell to help him get it because he said something about enchantments and stuff so i'm guessing there's more than just fluffy that's guarding it but i think that the only thing that snape has left to figure out is whatever enchantment quirrell put on it and ron was like oh no you mean it's just quirrell between snape (laughs) and the stone It'll be gone by next Tuesday. Oh, Ron. (laughs) 
she picked up that like Weasley uh, shade. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Weasley shade for sure. <laughs> and that is the end of the chapter. That is the end. Cute. It's getting very exciting. I getting know. very. Whew, there are only a few chapters left, and I'm nervous mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. So the next actual chapter chapter episode is like a month or so from now. So we're gonna do a couple more character uppies after this. All right, so we've got a new owl post for this week that I wanted to share with everybody. This is from Savannah, and she goes, Hello, Marin and Emily. I have to first say I love you both so much. Oh, thank you. I've been listening since Remember Twilight came out (laughs) and have followed everything you've created since. Life made. Oh, my gosh, (laughs) Savannah. Mm, Look, she did crying in a heart with every single episode. Girl. So I have a quick thought for Owl Post after listening to last week's episode about Fred and George. For the Twilight comparison. Here we go. Mm -hmm. I think Jasper would actually be serious instead of Ron. Oh, okay. Okay. Reason being, they both come from darker pasts. Jasper from fighting in the Civil War, the wrong side, uh uh-huh, and Sirius from an extremely prejudiced family. Okay, I can totally see that. I love that. Um, They both worked to get away and grow from their past lives, but still had an edgier side to them throughout their new lives. They both loved fiercely and would fight to the death for their loved ones. Jasper for Alice and his family, and Sirius for Harry and his friends. Okay, Savannah... We, I'm sorry that we've made you cry so many times, but right now you're going to make me cry. This That's is so good. So good. Uh, she says they both had wonderful intentions, but remained reserved until they felt comfortable with people or situations. This could be wrong. Nope. And I believe there are more connections to be made, but those were the main ones I thought of when you were speaking of them. Thanks again for the incredible community you've created. Lots of love, Savannah. Aw, lots of love to you, Savannah. That is so smart. Yeah, that's a better one. Way better. Sure. I mean, when we when we were doing that, it was just off the cuff. It was yeah. just like super quick, not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. If I had thought about it, that I wouldn't have even made that smart of a connection. That was so smart. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. We have smart listeners. Yes. That's mm. kind of a nervous making. It is nervous making. Know? No, I think about that all the time because then, because I'm like, I totally realize that I am not as knowledgeable about Twilight, especially um, as uh, so many of my listeners. Mm-hmm. Like, because for me, I didn't ever get into the fandoms. I never read the illustrated guide. I never did any of that stuff. I just read the books and fell in love with them and then read them as many times as I possibly could. But I didn't do like the deep dives into like the website and stuff. So I get intimidated a lot by our listeners because mm-hmm. I'm like, I just am talking about all my feelings and you guys are actually like knowledgeable about situations. So I appreciate it. I appreciate anything i can learn from you guys you guys are wonderful absolutely cool we'll come back next week and listen to our next episode that we do which i think is going to be nicholas flamel i think it is all right well i love you guys very much and And let's create something magical together Bye. bye You've been remembering Harry Potter with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Harry Potter Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly 
bonus video, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at rememberharrypotterpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on Anchor or leave a review on iTunes. Yes, please leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. 